something so improbable, the impossible has happened. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Unbelievable. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow! In your life have you seen anything like that? Hey, DJ. What's going on? I'm Chandler. And this is Tiger Beat Sports. Welcome to a special edition of this all-crazy sports newscast. Hey everybody, I'm Chandler Sports and this is the Sport Report. Uh, Chandler with Sports is how he wants to go. With is his middle name, Sports is his last name. At the Sport Report, we pride ourselves on neutral, down the middle, coverage with an analytical spin. We remove the bias so you can think about a team without any outside opinion. No crazy points for attention. No power rankings. No opinions. Just, Just sports. sports. We're going to throw out the bias and throw in some facts. We're out to change the game. So without further ado, here we go. Hit it, Blaze. This is the Sport Report. Hey, everybody. I'm Channel with Sports. This is the Sport Report. Well, we don't have the NFL dictating our schedule anymore due to their results. Uh, so we'll come out with a podcast, you know, when we have the biggest news in sports to cover. Also, check out our Sport Report Colorado edition that we just launched. Uh, visit our website, thesprt.wordpress.com check that out all right we got some big news it was the nba trade deadline but before we get to that lebron james did something really incredible the other night here's voice of the lakers john ireland westbrook's got it just inside half court westbrook with it give it to lebron at the right elbow lebron one-on-one against kenrick williams backing him in turns shoots scores Our thanks to John Ireland and Lakers Radio. John Ireland said Staples Center, which is what it should be known as. It's like no one calls it Empower Field a mile high. It's called Mile High. Nike founder Phil Knight was in the stands as well. He was sitting next to LeBron's uh, sons. Royalty was in the house for a moment few expected to happen until Thursday. So what a moment for LeBron James to win that. Thanks to our tennis correspondent, Braden Magnus, who texted me while I was on the phone with my dad. My dad goes, Son, you need to go watch that. And I was like, well, I want to talk to you. He's like, you need to go watch it. And so I did. So thanks, Dad. I love you. This doesn't settle the debate between LeBron and MJ, just for the record. But at least LeBron can add this to his accolades. So congrats to the kid from Akron. What a moment. There's a turnaround jumper, fadeaway, a little bit of the tiny Kareem hook. Beautiful. Picturesque. That'll be hanging in someone's living room. And there will be pictures of that for years to come. I might have to add that to my future man cave. And in his... Uh, ceremony that was conducted on the court after he broke the record. They stopped the game for about 10 minutes. He decided to, with the emotion that was going on, he decided to drop a non-FCC-approved word. Nice little four-letter F word on live television that we're not going to say because we're a family-friendly show. It's like an NHL rules analyst saying a different four-letter word on live TV. It won't be mentioned or probed by the FCC or probed by the FCC because the FCC doesn't have say over subscription TV channels like TNT. So hold your horses, everybody that wanted to, you know cancel LeBron after that. 
It was an emotional, in-the-moment response. It happens. Let it happen. Focus more on explaining the cocaine bear ad to your kids instead of a word used by 90% of us when we stub our toe. And some say David Ortiz had the best live F-bomb. That's a discussion in front of the time, though. Huge moment for LeBron James as he passes the captain, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, in a record, a scoring record that was thought to have never been touched again. But 39 years later, King James breaks it, and he's going to continue to score. He says he'll play at least two or three more years and at least one season with his son, Bronny, who is yet to decide where he's going to be going to college. So we'll, so we'll keep tabs on that as the season progresses. In other NBA news, the Phoenix Suns finally completed their sale. 57% of the team is now going to a billionaire named Matt Ishbia, who paid $2.28 billion for the team. And as part of his first act of business, he decided to take a page out of former commissioner David Stern's playbook. And that page is simply, you're one player away. Well, he, the new owner, Ishbia, instructed his general manager to make some waves in the title pool of the NBA, and he traded for Kevin Durant of the Brooklyn Nets. So Durant's headed west to the Phoenix Suns. He will play in the Western Conference against the Denver Nuggets, against the Golden State Warriors, against all these teams that are competing for not only a playoff spot, but for the number one seed in the West. Be very interesting to see how the Suns stack up against the rest of the league now that they have one of the NBA's best players on their team. Kevin Durant and TJ Warren are going to the Phoenix Suns. Cameron Johnson, McCall Bridges, Jay Crowder, four first-round picks, and a 2028 pick swap is happening in this deal as well. So Johnson, Bridges, and Crowder, four first-round picks going to the Nets. Uh, it's just absolutely crazy stuff that's going on. The Nets also traded all-star point guard Kyrie Irving and Markeith Morris to the Dallas Mavericks for Dorian Finney-Smith, Spencer Dinwiddie, and a few draft picks, five to be exact. The biggest thing that Irving brings to the Mavericks now is they also have Luka Doncic, who's one of the best young players in the NBA at this time. They add Kyrie Irving, who's got a great ball-handling skill set. Uh, this is just going to be a fantastic partnership as long as Kyrie's ego can stay in check. It's potential. There's a potential for the Mavs to compete for a top four seed in the Western Conference. So keep tabs on the Western Conference standings. We'll keep you updated on that here on the Sport Report. There are 13 teams currently battling for 10 spots. It's just going to be absolutely crazy, and we can't wait. It's called March Madness in college basketball. It might be March Madness in the NBA, too. Also on Wednesday night, the LA Lakers agreed to a deal to land Minnesota Timberwolves players D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, and Jared Vanderbilt in a trade that sent guard Mike Conley and some other picks to Minnesota. Russell Westbrook and a 2027 first-round draft pick are headed to the Utah Jazz from the Lakers. One of the final blockbuster trades to be completed, Bones Highland is headed from the Nuggets to the Clippers as he had recently fallen out of favor with Nuggets head coach Michael Malone. So the Nuggets get two second-round draft picks for the Highland trade. The Clippers were also big movers at the deadline. They get Eric Gordon from the Rockets, and they send John Wall back to the Rockets. Highland is one of the best three-point shooters in the league, and he's one of the best young talents, but he's going to have to control his ego and the fact that he couldn't play enough minutes in Denver. Uh, he's going to have to figure out how to address that in L.A., where there are even more superstars on the bench. Speaking of more superstars for the Clippers, Eric Gordon is headed from the Rockets to the Clippers, and in that three-team trade, the Grizzlies receive Luke Kennard. Three second-round draft picks go to the Clippers. And Danny Green's going from Memphis to Houston in that three-team trade. So the Rockets get him, but they also get John Wall, who's headed back to Houston. 
lots happened at this trade deadline. So we'll see how these players play on their new teams and how this shakes up the balance of power, not only in the Western Conference, but the rest of the NBA as well. James Wiseman got traded from the Warriors to, um, okay, well, all right, we're going to stop talking about trades because there's a lot of stuff that has happened. Trade deadline is over. If players want to get sent away from their current teams, they get to be put on waivers. All right, from basketball in the pro level to college basketball, where last weekend, last Saturday, oh, there was chaos. That's probably the best way to describe it. There were some rivalries in Indiana and Virginia on the West Coast. Starting in Indiana, the Indiana Hoosiers at Assembly Hall defeat number one Purdue, 79-74. Purdue is the sixth number one team to lose a game this season. The record is seven. Tennessee and Auburn had a barn burner. Second-ranked Vols, 46-43 winners over the Tigers in the SEC. Alabama beats LSU not only in football, but now in basketball, 79-69 winners. Virginia Tech is unranked. They upset the sixth-ranked Virginia Cavaliers, 74-68, in a battle of the Commonwealth State. Texas takes down seventh-ranked K-State in a come-from-behind victory, 69-66 winners for the 10th-ranked Longhorns. 13th-ranked Iowa State, 68-53 winners over 8th-ranked Kansas, who have lost four of their last six, stand at 18-5 on the season. Texas Tech fell by 27 to 11th-ranked Baylor in a battle of Texas, and in the most intriguing game of the entire weekend, 18th-ranked St. Mary's upsets 12th-ranked Gonzaga, 78-70 in overtime, and the country got to see star freshman Aiden Mahaney of the Gales of St. Mary's come alive very late. He had a rough first half, but he did finish the game with a total of 18 points to help contribute to the Gales' victory over Gonzaga. Gonzaga's 10-year run atop the West Coast Conference might come to an end, so we'll see if St. Mary's holds on. They have a two-game lead over the Bulldogs as the season continues to wind down. There's four weeks left, three weeks left in the West Coast Conference's regular season. A correction we'd like to make from just a moment ago, I've just been told that Indiana was a one-point favorite over Purdue in their matchup on Saturday. So it's not really an upset. It's an upset in terms of rankings, but not an upset in terms of the lines. So very interesting stuff there. Thanks to Dick Vitale for pointing that out um, and for our researchers to actually point that out to me as we're recording this. So that covers college basketball. Uh, The NFL, the Super Bowl is this weekend on Sunday. It'll be the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles live from State Farm Stadium in Phoenix, Arizona. It is a 6.30 p.m. Eastern kickoff on Fox. We'll have full team coverage of the Super Bowl. Colby Volrath will be joining us for a recap of the Super Bowl from Phoenix. So it'd be good to have him uh, as we record that. From the NFL to hockey, where the National Hockey League is returning from their All-Star break. So we don't have any games to report on other than the All-Star games, where the Metro and the Atlantic Division and the Pacific and Central Divisions went head-to-head in Florida. The Atlantic Division ended up playing the Central Division in the final. 7-5 winners, the Atlantic win the All-Star Game contest, I guess you could say. Uh, There's a really cool moment on Saturday or on Friday night where Alex Ovechkin and Sidney Crosby passed the puck between each other, and Alex Ovechkin's four-year-old son, Sergei, came out, took a pass from Crosby and Ovechkin a couple of times before slotting at home behind Hall of Fame goaltender Roberto Luongo, who used to play for the Panthers. Uh, The All-Star Game was in Florida, in Sunrise, Florida, at the Panthers Arena. So the NHL went to their All-Star break, the Super Bowl is this weekend, and the NBA will have their All-Star break in two weeks. Also in hockey news, something we forgot to mention, Bobby Hole passed away at the age of 84 a couple of weeks ago. 
The Golden Jet played 23 seasons in the National Hockey League and the World Hockey Association with the Blackhawks, the Jets, and the Hartford Whalers. He also won the Hart Memorial Trophy as the NHL's MVP and the Art Ross Trophy as the NHL's leading goal scorer three different times while helping the Blackhawks win a Stanley Cup in 1961. So rest in peace, Bobby Hull, one of Canada's greatest and one of the NHL's greatest players of all time. That's the Sport Report for this week. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back next week with the latest in sports. We're now on camera. So let it be written, so let it be done. Thanks for tuning in to the Sport Report today. We'll be back on our next episode with the latest in sports. You can also find our podcast on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, you name it. We're on almost every podcast platform. This podcast is copyrighted by the Sport Report. For viewers to understand sports from a news reporting basis, any other use of this podcast, Sport Report logos, or anything associated with this podcast without the express written consent of channel of sports is strictly prohibited.